ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blatant God. Hey, what's up, guys? Chief here, back for another edition of Who's Your Caddy. Gonna have Liam on here in just a minute or two, and we'll do the recap of Sammy the Bull Burns' win at the match play. Seems like he's back in form, uh, if he wasn't already. And it was tough for uh, for me personally. I had Cam Young there uh, in the in the final match. Obviously, just got a little a little exhausted. It seems like, but Sammy B was great nonetheless. And then we got Valero this week, one of the D-Gen classics in Texas, San Antonio to be specific. Remember the Alamo. And then next week we've got the Masters, a little tournament you might have heard of. So we'll have uh, actually planned to have a special guest on next week, bringing him out of a semi-retirement to join us if all things COVID plan. So keep an eye out for that on our Twitter, at Blayton Golf. I am at Blayton underscore Chief. And then we got at Blayton underscore Liam. Those will be our personal uh, insights into the game of golf. Uh, whether it be DFS or otherwise. And then check out our website too, bladengolf.com. Use code POD15, P-O-D-15, 15% off everything. We're adding some new stripe polos this week, and we'll have some new Hawaiian ones coming up uh, as the warmer months approach. So if you want to get some stuff to gear up, it's just about nice enough to get out on the course up here in the Northeast. Uh, Still a little iffy with the weather as it is always in March, heading into April, but soon enough we will have blue skies, and hopefully some warmer weather. So uh, without further ado, just a little further ado, uh, we'll go through our quick break here, and then we'll have Liam on to break down the Valero and a little look ahead to the Masters. All right, we got Blaine Liam in the house here, uh, coming off a nice little uh, Sunday rally from Sammy Burns. Um, Very nice play on that one, sir. How are you doing today? Feeling great. I mean, I haven't hit an outright winner in quite some time, and it felt great for uh, Sammy the Bull to keep his run going through Sunday and just playing. He played great golf through the whole weekend. Hell yeah, he did. I was watching most of the semifinals, and it looked like Scotty had a putt to win in the playoff hole, right? And he, he did, he like, no, he had a putt to win on 18. Okay. Which was like it was like a six footer, and he just missed it. And Scotty and Sammy are pretty good friends. It looks like on the course they are. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it, it was great to see. Yeah, their families and stuff vacation together pretty often, so they're yeah they're tight. That was nice to see. It was a good tournament. I had Cam Young, so that was tough at the end. Uh, like we said, oh, that, that's going to be a good family vacation next one. Sammy could finally rub a little into Scotty. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And, you know, just uh, we expected Scotty to lurk at his home course, but now he heads back to Augusta to defend his uh, title and look for another green jacket next week. So, I mean, I can't wait to get into that. There'll be live narratives and all that. But before that, we have one of the D-Gen specials of the year. I mean, this is up there with the RSM Classic and uh, the Travelers. Just a, a, a quote-unquote crappy field, but um, there's a lot of intriguing storylines and some severe Monday misprices that I've I've already located here. And curious to hear what you think about this because there's there's just certain guys that have storylines following in and Masters situations. You got to kind of win and get yeah, in. There's here, a lot which... of a lot of Masters implications, definitely. But this this tournament always intrigues me. I love I love the Valera. Yeah, I mean, diving right in, there, there's a few guys up top. Ricky Fowler, obviously, uh, that's hey, been Ricky Fowler. Most. Quick round of applause. Finally, priced back in the 10K range, dude. It's it's partially because the field. It's partially. Oh, I know. I know. 
No, but but it is a, it's a very I think that will be the top storyline is what to do with Ricky because he has to win to get into the Masters. This game is so back and form. I'm sure he'll be back in the top 50 uh, next year if he continues this. But he's gonna have to pull a Corey Connors uh, and win this thing to get in in the following week. But you know, I don't think it's ahead of the question. This is probably the weakest field of the year, honestly. Um, it, it's it's a lot of guys have taken off. I mean, you got Hatton and Hideki who are both mercurial guys to say the least hadn't hurt his hand he was the a lot of i so i think he was probably including myself the most uh highly picked outside of scotty maybe last week at the match play and he hurt himself on the range which we didn't know about until an off week but matsuyama concerns me even more because he, he just looked bad well he always concerns me that that neck flares up uh you know it's probably the worst type of injury to have along with the back when you just never know whether it's going to come and uh rear its angry head. So I'll, I'll be off both of them. I think they're both kind of have their eyes on Augusta, probably just trying to do a little tune up after the poor performance in Austin, but heading over to San Antonio, this is a course we've seen for many years now. And, you know, we already mentioned uh, Ricky and Corey Connors with their track record here, but um, you know, Taylor Montgomery is looking pretty damn good. Again, he made it out of his group, beat Spieth and a few other guys, um, again, had him and got trounced versus Mac Hughes. So I yeah. had a very rough couple of weeks uh, in the outright market. But, you know, this is a guy that has been – was ready to win, it seemed like, and then had a little bit of the lull uh, to start the year. And he's come raging back in form. I mean, in this field, I mean, Taylor Montgomery it, it could definitely pull it off, I think, without without question. Oh, Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I like use what you you just mentioned. Use use impressed me with some. He played some big time golf down the stretch of a couple of those matches. Definitely something to at least put into my mind in maybe some outright situations in some weaker fields moving forward. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's just a lights out putter. Um, And speaking of Davis Riley, ninety five hundred, he won here on the Corn Ferry Tour uh, back in twenty twenty at this course. So another guy that. Had a little bit of a downturn, but the last few weeks uh, on the Florida swing, you know, he's, he's looked great. He battled, too, at the match play. Um, so, you know, Davis, Riley, Taymont, and Ricky are probably my top three out of this upper tier. And I like Kirky, too, right below him. But I love – I'm I'm going to Kirk big time in my lineups this week at 9,300. I just – he's playing good golf, and I feel like he's someone that wants to still win this tournament no matter what's going on next week. Yeah, he he um looked fine at the match, but he went down to the wire and, and tied Cooch on the 18th hole in their match and, and played fine, you know, and obviously won at the Honda. Bermuda Specialist has a great track record at this tournament, too. So it makes sense. My only slight pullback from a full-on hammer would be that, you know, he's got his eyes on Augusta also. Uh, yeah. believe it's going to be his first time there, or first time in a long time at least, so. Um, any guys like that with emotional wins that are getting them back into the Masters, I, I'm just going to be a little hesitant on. But everything else makes sense for him, and you know, like him personally, so I'll probably be on him. But I already got my outright on Corey Connors for uh, Augusta. I'm probably going to sprinkle a little outright on him this week as well. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Corey Connors, I think, has three top tens in a row at Augusta. Um, has been pretty good so far this year. Um, yeah, I saw I saw the three top tens, and then something you know sort of lurked me that those three top tens. I think all of them were like he was like six or seven strokes behind the leader. So like those top tens are a little bit like iffy for you know uh, Augusta. 
That's a good point. I think he was first round leader and then it was May after that. And then he also backdoored a top 10 too. It was the last year, the year before. So that's, I, I can't wait to see the masters pricing, which should be out later this week. Usually they have uh, really the only person that's going to be added to the field is if someone wins this, that wasn't already in the field. But besides that, I think the field's been set for a little bit. So usually DraftKings releases that like Thursday or Friday, I think of the week before. So get a chance to look at some lineups. I'll write up a blog and we'll have a full, uh, full coverage next week. We'll do some fun stuff, but I mean, back to this, you got Siwoo has a good track record here. Um, as does JJ spawn who won last year and then played amazing. I think he was three and zero in the match play and then lost. Oh yeah. He, he balled out his first day. He was going crazy. So I'm, I'm seeing that plus last year's win plus 8,900 here in a weak field. I'm thinking, oh man, he's going to be so highly owned. It's too early to tell. It's only Monday afternoon. Um, but just initial community sentiment and the other players that are kind of in this range. Like I think a lot of people are going to gravitate to Ricky. They'll pay up for him. They'll fade the two top guys, just like we're talking about because they're very erratic to begin with. Yeah. Um, and then they'll probably mix this nine K tier, but you know, a guy like Ryan Fox, I was on him heavily, and he, he lost a heartbreaker to Putnam, um, but he looked great. Uh, I mean, one of the longest drivers of the golf ball, and we've seen through past years, you don't have to really play this course to succeed here the first time if you're a talented player. So you'll see. Yeah, you know, Ryan he, Fox has been quietly on a little bit of a tear. Dude, he's been he's basically been a, a mortal lock for T15 between Euro Tour and here the whole year. Yeah, um, wild. So I mean, I mean, if if some of these better known American players are going to gravitate a little more in terms of uh, daily popularity, outright market separate story. But you know, there's Fox, Dietrich, and Hogard, um, <laughs> Rasmus's twin brother, Nikolai Hogard. Talk about guys that are on a tear. He was runner up last week uh, at the Corrales, the uh, the off off field event in Punta Cana. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. Matty Wallace won that. I'm going to be far away from Matty Wallace just because of what happened, not because of what happened with his caddy, but just a guy that's played well here coming off a win just screams high ownership fade to me on a guy who's been pretty much horrible the last two years. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be, I'm going to go right back to, I, I did one, one lineup for Corrales last week. I had Dietrich and Hogard, but uh, Ryan Gerard missed the cut. So that would have been a sixer, but those two guys and Ryan Fox. So Fox, Dietrich, and Hogar. I'm going right back to them. I don't really see any reason to fade guys that are just in form, just playing amazing, coming to a new course. I'm not I'm not so shocked by that. I'm not going to be scared off. Yeah, I mean, I mean look right, on, right under Hogard, Brendan Todd, someone that I don't love to play. I'm playing big time, and he's definitely getting the hammer from me this week. Yeah, Todd Father was eighth here last year. I think he might have been in the final pairing. If you remember last year, this was this was my Uncle Ryan Palmer slash Coach Taylor event where he was leading yeah. through 36 holes after the hunt to hammer, getting very excited. You know, Texas guy, wind expert. And then he just imploded Saturday late afternoon. So I'll be back on Coach Taylor when we get down to him. I have to be. He's, a, he's one of my favorite great uncles. But, I mean, in, th in this range, yeah, I mean, Putnam, family member, absolutely killed me in the match play, but I have to try to file those adoption papers to get him back in the family. And, I mean, Aaron Rye, the two-glove bandit. We got Davis Thompson, young Juno, another cousin, and Adam Shank. Adam Shank just had an unlucky bounce to get him behind a tree on 18 at Valspar, or he probably would have won that too. So, I mean, yeah. 
there's some really interesting guys here. I, I think that I'm going to go back to. I think the ownership's going to be pretty spread out. I mean, a, there's a lot of guys here that are going to you know, make a case for them, but um, I don't know. No one that's like too screaming to me that's going to be so highly owned in this range. You know, I mean, Cam Davis, sure, people will be on, but I don't know. It's it's pretty spread out. There's a lot of euros and there's a lot of guys that we don't see play every week out here. So it's should be interesting. Texas tournaments though, this tournament especially, the wind. Looks like right now Thursday morning could see some wind, but you got you really got to wait till Wednesday night to make that decision. So, you know, guys like Bo Hostler, Dylan Fratelli, UT Horns, you know, Austin Hookem Horns, those boys. There's quite a few of them in the field. Pearson Cootie, who's been playing some really uh, good you, golf. You love yourself some uh, Pearson Cootie. Oh, I love, uh, he's an absolute stud. I wasn't sure on the Florida swing the fact that he showed up at Honda, one of the toughest courses uh, on tour. That stuck out to me. And then, I mean, we could just skip around going to Sicko Special Range, really, to start, because there's there's quite a few guys in here. You know, the Charlie Hoffman Open, 7,000. We know his history here. But, like, I'm going to prefer Smotherman, who's an SMU Mustang from Dallas uh, and was top 35 in his last two, including the players, um, and then Cootie. So, I mean, those two right there, Bing Bang, 6,900, nice. Smotherman and Cootie, nice pivots off of Akshay. Listen, nothing against Akshay the Wise. We love him, but oh, he's yeah. been lurking at easy resort courses in the Caribbean. I, I, this is a different – Texas Hill Country is a different animal. Not that he can't contend there, but I'd rather have guys that are either from Texas or familiar with this um, when we get down to this range, you know, in the, in the 7K. Who, who do you like in that kind of mid to lower teal range? Anyone else popping out to you early on? No one that's absolutely like flying off the walls to me. I'm, I was looking at what Grillo's been up to. You know, he's always someone that I, at least at this, you know, price. You know, mm, Tyler Tyler Duncan had a really good week last weekend, but you know, once again, yep. you know, a little Punta Cana esque. I know, but I, but T Dunks also lurked at the Honda, and I, I think that he, you know, I caught that post-round interview that I've been thinking about the last few weeks with him. And he said he found something when a player says they found something. Um, I think we got to ride it. So I, I definitely like going back to T dunks here. And um, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be shy about general Patton playing him this week. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Listen, we've gone to war with him many times. I'm not yeah. going to say we make it out alive more than half the time, but those times we do make it, you know, that's, that's money. He's got a ninth year. Uh, I think he's. I think he's had a recent top ten too. One of his last. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely advocate going back to General Patton. I mean, you don't have to tell me twice about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam Stevens, nice corn ferry player, has was runner up uh, or third at Corrales last week. Keeping an eye on him. Trey Mully, uh, shot a shot a brutal eighty five there at Sawgrass. But if you if you wipe that out. Yeah. He did lurk here in 2018. I remember that vividly. He uh, he hit two out of the bunker, blew his chance. That was the Andrew Landry uh, victory, a classic classic D-Gen outing. Sean O'Hare was up there. Um, Romeo, I remember that line. Lingmurth is at 7,100 in this field right now. Yeah, Wild Lingmurth. I'm just he's just going to be Florida for me. I I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. You know, Bermuda track, but I'm just I don't know. I, not not so on to him this week. I mean. Benji Martin uh, has been playing really well lately. Uh, again, got to try to separate the resort course scoring with what we're dealing with here, which is more of the Texas Hill Country. Um, you know, Kramer, the wild Hickok right above him also. 
been okay. He's been he's been lurking early on Thursday and Friday, and then kind of teetering off. I think again T forty uh, that Corrales. Every time I think of him, I think of Seinfeld. Every single time, they're just not being crazy. That's one of the wildest names in, in sports history, I'd have to say. Kramer Hickok. <laughs> yeah. Most absurd thing ever. You know, he used to live with Spieth. So, again, you're going back to the hook'em horns. I'm going pretty heavy. I, I just – I think Texas tournament, maybe it's something in my head, but I just feel like these guys pop up on leaderboards consistently throughout their years. You know, the, there's a bunch of guys. Kevin Chappell, old floppy wrist, looked great. T16 last week. Back to a tournament that he's won and has lurked in, you know, sixty-seven hundred. Um, Easy. We have our, who else? Foreign cousin Matthias Schwab again, eighth year on the first try. Lo- love a guy coming to a tournament in top ten on his first try. That me that says something to me. Uh, player of his ilk coming back over now after another solid finish last week. So Matthias has the nice incoming form plus course history on the first attempt. Um, we like that. You know, Harry Higgs, a Dallas guy, has been okay. He's a little too up and down for me. You know, funny guy. Um, yeah, I think not, if you play him, you play him this week. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, I'm just like I'm, – I'm a little questionable about it. I'll probably sneak him in one lineup. But quite honestly, I, I don't know. It's just – it's risky. Yeah, Texas, probably throw him in. But, you know, Kevin Tway, an Oklahoma guy, looked okay last week. Um, Andrew Landry, you mentioned Aaron Baddeley has a crazy run of form at this course, ton of top 15s, uh, but he wasn't in the field initially on DraftKings. He's, I think he's listed in the field, but he might have been a late ad for one of these guys. So, um, I don't think he'll, he'll probably be min price. Just keep an eye out for him if he gets in that, the field. You say Kevin Tway? Kev, that I'm talking right now about Baddeley, but yeah, Tway was, Tway oh, was. Oh Tway and McGreevy are two Oklahoma guys, and Austin Eckroad also. A few Oklahoma boys uh, right across the border here to Texas. I'm a, I'm always looking at uh, Eckroad a little bit. If he's if he's on the board, I'll, I'll take a look at him. He was good last week. Again, a win classic win player coming back to uh, potentially a windy tournament. Not a bad idea. And then last guy for me, at least here, another Texas Longhorn guy that we saw pop. Um, over the swing season, I think it was at the RSM, Windy Tournament, pretty much on the same level of talent as the Cootie brothers and others from Texas during on that you know that run they had the last two years into the NCAA Finals. Um, Cole Hammer, <laughs> great oh, yeah. name. Obviously, for Hump Day Hammer, you can make a few other jokes with that name. Uh, but Cole Hammer, 6,300, I mean – I would at least have him in one or two lineups, just a light sprinkling. He's again, these guys, it's not going to show it on your form guides because they haven't played this on the PGA tour, but whether it be the corn ferry or on just their college circuit, local qualifiers. I mean, this, this is a famous course that's been here for a long time. The Oaks course here at TPC San Antonio. So, I mean, I, I think you got to dig deep and just, or even if you want to just gamble and assume that these guys have played here at least a handful of times. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a wise, a wise move. I don't know if we mentioned them or I don't know if we know much about him, but Kazuki Higa, the um, Japanese yes. kid yes. from the world tour. Mm-hmm. Um, Any good? Seems like he hasn't missed a cut this year. Pretty solid player. Um, I'm again, 
I did. I, I looked into him briefly this afternoon. I just am going to stick with the Texas boys. If, if, yeah. if I'm up in the air with any of these guys, I'm just going to lean dudes that are from Texas or that have showed that, you know, they can play in the wind at this event. This is tricky, tricky Texas Hill country, a classic Roy McAvoy 10 cup special. This place, I, I think you got to really be familiar with the territory and the landscape here. Um, as opposed to just coming in hot. I mean, if you're an elite player coming in hot, fine. But a guy that's not on tour every week playing against this level of competition, yeah. I just it makes me worry a little bit. So um, I'll Looking take the talent. Field makes me worry. I know, man. But listen, Masters is in week from week from. Uh, I mean, so that week. I mean, we're, we are going to be at Augusta. Came out of nowhere. I, I love it, but I wish there was. I don't know. It's just like not that everything's downhill here because now we're entering major season, but like it's almost like the Daytona 500 where I, I wish it was kind of a little bit later in the year. Um, yeah. But, you know, now with the wraparound season starting in the fall, it kind of makes it a, a little bit prolonged. Uh, you have a little holiday break and then, you know, we've had good two and a half, three months of golf now, really um, the West coast swing, Florida swing is now done. So it's major time. These, these guys are ready to go here and we'll get the live boys back. I cannot wait to see that. I, think we're going to have some serious price errors with some of those guys so maybe want to dig in and see how they've been playing on live we'll dive all into that next week um big master show but anything else any any people you're looking at for augusta i was looking at adam scott I think just, so don't, don't forget augusta will for the just for this week quick don't forget about the bez the bez will be lurking at some point this week i promise okay. you that maybe first round might be final round but he'll be lurking the top of that leaderboard Okay, yeah, him and Benji Griffin, we kind of glossed over, but that's a good point. Bez, phenomenal Bermuda putter. Um, yeah, I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. Um, Masters, though, I was, yeah, Adam Scott, I saw somewhere in, in the triple digits, and Jason Ooh. Day, two Aussies. Um, Jason Day looks awesome right now. He, he's, he's down closer he's to 40. Yeah, he's, he, he's going to be much lower. I don't have any hard outrights. I only have the uh, parlays, the $5 specials with all the majors, which still plenty of time to get that done. I hopped um, on Corey Connors at 80 to one. That's all I got in right now. Makes sense. Let's see what happens this week. How these, some of these lines shake out. We might have some injury concerns to deal with. I doubt anyone's going to withdraw unless it's a serious injury. God forbid, but you know, you get that invite to Augusta. I mean, you're, you're I pretty much be that guy, but Cam Smith's going to be on my card next week. Cause Ooh, he's undervalued. I don't know how you could leave him off your card. The, 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 it looks like he's undervalued like crazy. I think he's like 30. Dude, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, man, after what happened last year, I mean, he was the only guy to really put any pressure on Scotty, you know, he wins the players and, and they kick him out of sawgrass this year. I think he's going to yeah. be coming in pissed. Um, I saw an interview with him and it was pretty much like, Hey, like none of these guys have bad blood with me. Like I'm coming back and like, it's not going to be weird. They're making all these like crazy, like, so I think they're gonna be fine. Thought that was a very mature response by him. I pretty much in full agreement with everything he said, you know, it's a business decision and that's the extent of it. That's fine. Whether or not you agree with it, separate story. He, he took the high road, uh, unlike some other live guys uh, who have not been doing that, but that remains to be seen. Like, so even like the way Norman tweets on Twitter, like, dude, grow up. Yeah, listen, I can't. I, who knows what that's going to look like? Who knows how long it's going to last? You know, I haven't really watched it at all, but I, I just there's too many good things happening with the PGA Tour. I don't want to get embroiled in the uh, the drama of anything else, but no, I just I watch it once in a while. 
I but, cannot wait till they release those pairings. Should be in about a week from now. We'll we'll know who's playing with who. Imagine just getting oh. the imagine getting Spieth, Reed, and like Rory in a pair. Like, oh my God. Wow. I, I can't wait. They're gonna have to mix them. They're not just gonna pair all the live guys together. <laughs> they might put them all together and have them two up at ten by themselves. Oh my god, I can't. I can't wait. I mean, the the ratings for the Masters, it's it should be through the roof, even though it's Easter Sunday, and uh, someone's birthday is on Saturday, I believe, of Masters weekend. Your boy, baby. Oh, I was thinking of Barb's. Now, of course, Liam, <laughs> Liam and Barb share a birthday. One of many uh, crossovers oh, yeah. between our families, but. That should be a fun time. Uh, I mean, Masters with the family, there's no better way to spend a, a Sunday. There's, the there's no better way. Everyone, everyone, I hang out by the TV with a couple of golf fans and uh, we drink away the day. It would have been a little better if Uncle Jimmy Nance's Cougars could have gotten through to the Final Four for me, but alas, they did not. Battling injuries and uh, now it's just a complete shit show. So it should just be fun to watch. Most brackets are destroyed, but I know you had a couple good ones in there. I, got so. a good one. I need Miami. If Miami beats UConn, I win a nice a nice bracket, and that game happens to fall on my birthday. So hmm. that's going to be a spicy game. Um, I'm I actually see. I don't even know if I told you I'm going to see uh, for Christmas. Maddie and I got Springsteen tickets, so he's playing at the oh, Garden. Hell yeah! On, on uh, Saturday the first. So. I guess the games will be on before slash during that. I'll have to watch somehow. Maybe on the way in, we'll stop somewhere and watch it. But um, looking forward to that. A lot. This is like the best time of year for many reasons. Um, oh my god, there, there's so much good going on. And then we're getting NHL playoffs, opening day, NBA playoffs. I'm not a fan of that, but NHL playoffs, that is something to watch. Yeah, great time of year for sports. So tune in, keep an eye out, give us a five star rating if you can. We'll be back again. Big Masters week blog posts, sales on the website. We'll have everything for you. We'll do a little video. Uh, are those new polos available yet? Because those things are sweet. Yeah, they are. The Eric is putting them up this week, so they should be on the site. Um, use code POD15 for whatever you guys want on the website. Uh, and that'll just go indefinitely. You know, we're just trying to uh, build this new division of the company. It seems like we've been doing it for a while, but it's really been more of a side thing. So Hopefully oh, we yeah. can dive fully in uh, this summer and really take this thing to the next level. So thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned on the Twitter. Me and Liam will be there for you as always. Uh, and huge week ahead. The azaleas are blooming, but first we must get through the Texas Hill Country at Valero. So uh, as always, BOL, take dead aim as great Uncle Harvey taught us from Boston, Texas. We go to San Antonio and remember the Alamo. Cheers. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a quick reminder about Polar Golf, an innovative take on golf head covers. Very cool product here. All head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot. Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter. Anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover. Place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers too, so you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit, you know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, so this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf, that's P-O-L-A-R, like polar bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com.